In the grand theater of life, we all seek a comeback, a resurgence, a rekindling of our inner fire. But how do we spark that flame? Welcome to Reignite Resilience. This is not just another podcast. This is a journey, a venture into the heart of human spirit, the power of resilience, and the art of reigniting our passions. Welcome back to part two. We are so excited to have you back. We are going to dive into the second part of our series on forgiveness and resiliency. And in this part of the series, we're actually going to dive into some of the physical and physiological effects that harboring resentment, anger, hostility, animosity can have on us, and really exploring how forgiveness can lead us down a path of resiliency and continued growth. We hope you enjoy. Let's talk a little bit about some of the health impacts of harboring, even if it's against ourselves, if it's anger towards ourselves for things we do or towards other people or other things. I I think there's tons. And I think one of them is you can make yourself physically sick. Yes, absolutely. If you're angry, your cortisol levels are high because you're stressed which means that your your immune system's not functioning at its full level, which yeah. means you can physically get sick. Yes. So I think Absolutely. that's a huge one. I, and I don't think people make that correlation. Going back to the example that you shared, Pam, when you felt that you were triggered from interacting with mm-hmm. a prior coworker and then finding community and people that had similar experiences yeah. and the same amount of resentment and animosity... And yeah. so then you, you're surrounding yourself with such negative vibrational frequency, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So just that in itself, yes. like yes. nothing great can come out of no. a, a group of individuals just venting about all that's wrong in the world, right? And, yes. and how yes. you've been wronged in the world. Yes. And so when you have that, it truly like weighs on your body. It weighs on your mind. I talked a little bit about, you know, the things that keep you up at night that I jokingly say that, but sleep deprivation, the impact on how you're eating. When you start to couple those things together, it's just a matter of time before your immunity starts to, like your immune system starts to wear down and you're more susceptible to anything else that's traveling out, right? Like any of the germs and things that are traveling around. So, I mean, you can physically make yourself ill By your story that you've connected to about a person, a place, a thing, whatever it might be. Or or yourself. Or yourself. Exactly. I screwed up and now I'm not going to sleep tonight because I'm going to be running it through. I wish I had done differently. I could have done that. I should have done this. And then it, again, it's occupying space in your head. Oh my gosh. Which is then making you not be present with everybody else in your life. At all be able to focus in your job or focus on your clients or, or, you know, whatever that looks like, because we're just distracted by it. We're distracted 100%. by that anger and that hate. And, and I think this is very much in correlation. If we remember um, Trevor Moab, negative thoughts and negative words are seven times more powerful than positive. Yes. Holy cow. Yeah. If you are thinking negative thoughts about yourself because of something that happened or for somebody else, Think about the power of that and how much it is absorbing your everything. Oh my gosh. I just feel like it chips away. I just feel like there's a person with a little chisel that's just continuously chipping away. Just chipping away at who you are. 100% all the time. And it's just, oh, I just don't want to, I don't want to be in that space. And and I know that every one of us has at one point been in that space, whether it's with ourselves 
with right. it, somebody that's in our lives, somebody like you that's from your past that you didn't even remember, yeah. or maybe it's a parent that's no longer here yes. that you are harboring anger and hate towards. Yeah. Sometimes we have to just let it go for ourselves. Absolutely. And we have to process through that. And so let's talk about maybe some ways that we can help people or tools we can give people to go through forgiveness. Because it's not just yeah. something that's like, all right, I forgive. It's yeah, fine. I'm, absolutely. I'm it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, something forgive. that I do, uh, and this is something that I currently do, and I often tell the people in my life uh, that are close to me, so if anyone's had a conversation with me and you've brought, you know, anything forward, you know that you probably have heard this already. It's finding three positive characteristics about the person that you have the challenge with, right? Before okay. you get to that step of forgiveness, I always say, well, what are three positive attributes about that individual? Because when you look at it like bigger picture, we're all still human, right? And you can find a positive attribute about a person. Yes. And it's twofold, right? So the giving yourself permission to get into that space, especially when you've had some type of anger or hostility towards the person, you're putting yourself into a space where you're like, you know what? I'm going to think about three things, three positive attributes about this person, right? So now your brain automatically has to start to reprogram because it was not going that direction to fill in the blanks previously. And then as you search to find the positive attributes that you're willing to embrace about those people, right? Because I'm human. It's like, I'm definitely not giving them the attribute of nice because they're not nice, but I'll find something else, right? (laughs) I'll go to something else. But when you give yourself that opportunity to say, you know what, here are the three things that are great about that person. And then going back, like you said, maybe we, we just have that empathy of, okay, here are three things that I know that are amazing about this person. And let me put myself in their shoes. Let me have empathy in terms of where they are and what they have going on in life. Or can I soften that a bit and then enter into that process of forgiveness of that individual? That's something that I actively use. It works for me. And I tell you, when you can find like gratitude or things for, you know, positive attributes for people in in your life that you may not have the closest tight-knit relationship with, it does, it screams volumes um, in terms of how the relationship progresses moving forward. Yeah. And I think that yeah. goes along with the gratitude piece of it. Yes. You know, what are three things that you can be grateful for yeah. with this person? And that's yes. what, what I did with my, my ex-husband. And that was, was hugely beneficial. I yeah. think one of the other thing is allowing, we've talked about this before that, that heart set is yes. allowing ourselves to feel that feeling of the anger, the betrayal, the, the whatever, the, yes. you know, the feeling of failure, like, Oh my God, I totally screwed up. Yeah. Allowing ourselves to feel that. And then we talked about it, journaling about it, yes. talking with friends about it. Yes. <laughs> you know, seek out support to say, I just need to tell you how I'm feeling about this, but make sure it's a friend that's not going to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know that person and oh, I just can't stand it. Yeah. That's not what you need. You need right. somebody that's going to be like, wow, that does, that that stings. That's a yeah. bummer. Yeah. And you know, be able to talk through it and then do something that allows you to be creative. For me, it's going on a, a walk go on a hike, do mm-hmm. some, for me, it's doing something physical. Yeah. If, if you like to sing or play an instrument or whatever. I remember when I was young, I would go to the piano. If yeah. I was stressed or feeling upset about something, I would go play the piano. Yes. And it 
always made me feel better. Listen to music, play loud music and dance around the house, like whatever that looks like, but allow yourself to feel it and then put in place something that will help you move through it. And I love the idea, journal about it and then do something to to let it go. Absolutely. To release that piece. Yeah, to release that piece. Mm -hmm. And when we're going through this act of getting through and and forgiving is we've got to commit to it. Yes. If we are forgiving someone, we truly have to commit to that forgiveness and not be... Well, I forgived them yesterday, but man, not today. <laughs> man, they went and messed it up today. It up again. <laughs> we have to commit to it so that it's not this thing that we're and and you know, maybe it's maybe it's writing a letter to them, forgiving exactly. them for what they did, but don't mail it. Exactly. So that's that writing it out out piece again. I think yeah. Anything that you can do that, but just commit to it. Don't do what I did. I I did it, but then something happened and I was like, well, what the hey? <laughs> because and, you um, dismissed it. You didn't forgive them. You and, dismissed them. And I those did, are completely different. Totally <laughs> different. So now it's like, I am in a place of forgiveness because I don't know what that person's life is like. Exactly. And all I can do is control myself. This person isn't going to be in my life, isn't in yeah. my life anymore. And so I probably won't see them, but I can at least be okay and at peace that it's I'm not going to hold any energy towards him anymore. I'm going to let yeah. it go. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's such an empowering piece when we talk about resiliency to go back to what you can control, right? We often reference Stephen Covey's circle of control, concern, and influence. Now, control, influence, and concern. I inverted the the circle. (laughs) So circle of concern, influence, and no, control, influence, and concern. Yes, yes. (laughs) The outer one is the concern. We spend a lot of time in the concern. When Pam and her friends gather together, that is circle of concern, right? You're just wallowing in it and you're finding other people to do it with and you're having wine and it feels so good until it doesn't because there's no control there. When you go and focus on the internal circle, that circle of control, the things that you know you have control on, Pam has talked about it in her own personal experiences. You get to choose this is what I'm going to do to take myself through this process of forgiveness with this person. This is how I'm going to proceed with my relationship with the person or the situation or the incident. And this is going to be my takeaway, right? Like that, that gives you the opportunity to take all of the ownership of it without just hoping and praying that that person you just don't bump into them again at the supermarket or, you know, yeah. that, that you just go off of the fact that you've dismissed them versus actually yeah. truly wholeheartedly forgiving them. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. And I think that we talked about the empathy piece of it, but really yeah. seeking, seeking to understand, mm-hmm. you know, understand what is going on in this lot in this person's life maybe what's going on with you right now why am I being so hard on myself right now why am I not forgiving myself I think just seeking to understand and not coming up with excuses for somebody for why they acted the way they did yeah but just trying to understand I wonder what's going on in their world right now that has made them feel that way or what is Oprah Winfrey's it's one of my favorite books of all times what happened to you talks a lot about that it's not about well why did they do that or why are they doing that it's 
I wonder what happened to them that put them in this space right now where they lashed out at me or, yeah. or whatever. And let me tell you, everyone, I will just say as we're going into the holidays and you are out shopping, show empathy to the people that are working holiday hours and on their feet and probably don't have coverage and don't have days off and are, are there to serve. They might have a, a bad day be the one that makes their their day good. Don't take it personally and show show empathy and kindness and forgiveness if somebody snaps at you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've all had those instances where you walk away from the register and you're like, well, they're not excited to be here, right? Like that's <laughs> yes. Yes, no matter how hard you try. Yes, they're not. And they're just like, I don't want any part of you. I may kill you right now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Another piece that I that I like to reflect on, if I if outside of the gratitudes, outside of the journaling, is actually bringing people forward in my meditation practice. So if it's Love meditation, it. prayer, reflection, whatever your modality is, it's completely up to you. Bringing that person forward during that time, right? So when you have made that choice that this person or situation is taking up too much negative energetic space in your life and you're willing and wanting to move forward in forgiveness of those that person or that situation or yourself just going into prayer reflection or meditation with that and just being in those silent moments where you can actually just give yourself time to process again it's a lot of time it's the chatter it's the noise it's it's mm-hmm. it's the pace of life that we yeah. don't give ourselves those opportunities to just take a beat and then take it all in and then it usually positions me in a spot where i'm like you know what I am going to forgive this person and has nothing to do with me, but I'm forgiving them for whatever they've done and how they came to this situation or the situation itself. Again, it gives me the opportunity to choose. Am I going to move on or not? But one thing that I keep in mind is if I'm harboring something negative, either person or situation, that means that I am blocking out space for something positive and I would rather just have all the magical positive stuff fill my life. So yeah, which yeah. which again, when, where it relates to resilience is, is when we're harboring all of that anger and resentment, whether it's for ourselves or somebody else. Yeah. When something else happens. Yeah. We may not have the energy, the mental energy to process through it. No. So something that I think is really important when you do have some of these things happen, when somebody does something to you or you're angry at yourself for something is what's the lesson that you can learn in this situation? Absolutely. Uh, because there's always some lesson to be learned from yes. it. You know, a lesson on why did I respond that way to the way that person treated me? Yeah. And maybe it's a great time for us to do a little bit of that internal reflection as to yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. That person just basically triggered me. Maybe there's something else going on here. And maybe I need to go get professional help to talk about why am I holding this anger towards these certain people? And how can I let it go? Because we're giving you guys some tools, but if if these aren't working for you, you might need to go seek counseling and just say, yeah. I'm angry at this person, this person, this person. Oh, and by the way, myself. And I yeah. need help forgiving so that I can live my best life because it is preventing you from living your best life when you yeah. are putting all of this energy into this negative space. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and that's, I think, important to also reflect on in terms of reaching out to outside sources. If you are like in danger or in a situation where you are physically, mentally, emotionally harmed and there is concern for safety, always take that opportunity to reach out to someone else. In those situations, you can work through the forgiveness process, but after you are in a safe environment, we want to make sure that you are taking appropriate protocol to ensure your safety. So just, you know, make sure that you're prioritizing. You you can work through the forgiveness process, um, but also making sure that you're protecting yourself. Yeah. And I, and I think that goes to one of the things is give it time. Yeah. Depending on what has happened, it may not be something that you can get over just very quickly. You know, there are certain things you can get over. Somebody cut you off okay, I'll probably be over that tonight. I'll probably have forgotten about it. In the moment, I might have been super angry. But there are ones that may take you longer to get through. And so that's when you may need to just give yourself some grace and just say, you know what, I'm not ready. And maybe I need to set some boundaries as to how much that person is going to be involved in my life or is going to be around me. And so in, in that instance with the person I worked with, when that first happened, I just avoided because mm-hmm. I was like, I needed that healthy boundary to right. not see that person, not see right. their car, anything. And then it got to that point where I'm like, okay, now I'm ready to kind of move forward. And so um, now it doesn't bother me when I see the car, when I know that they're there. I have not run into them yet. So we'll stay tuned. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, and it's little things that you don't even realize that can also trigger you. Just as you were saying that I I had an experience with a participant in one of my classes about a year ago now. And he came up to me after class and he said, Hey, you just I just wanted to let you know that I had this bias against you before you even started teaching today. And I said, Huh, interesting. Tell me more about that. And I was wearing a blazer when I was presenting to this group and and he noted that before I started speaking that I adjusted my blazer. I pulled my blazer tighter in the front before I started presenting. And I said, okay. And he said, that brought me back to one of my college classes with the hardest professor that I'd ever had. Not a very compassionate professor. And as soon as I did the simple gesture, I did the gesture. It put yeah. him in that space. He didn't realize that he hadn't forgiven the professor or even that experience that he was in. Um, and we're talking about a college experience for this young man. And I think he was 10 plus years out of college at that point in time in having the conversation. So it's it, it's not just like interacting with the people. Sometimes there are scents, like you mentioned the car. I mean, even when you just see a car that's probably similar yeah. to the car of that person, if you smell a, yeah. a smell that reminds you of that person, any of these things, any of the senses that are activated can definitely bring you back to a situation where you may not have forgiven the person or the situation. Yeah. And you need to dive into that a little bit more. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. That is so true. And I, we've all got triggers. Yes. And a lot of times we don't even realize that we have that trigger. And I think sometimes yeah. just taking that pause and saying, why, why did I react that way? Exactly. 
Exactly. What was that about? about? Where did she come from? (laughs) Yeah. And and I love uh, my coach asked me the question once. He goes, have you ever seen that? Is this a pattern in your life? Have you seen this? You reacting this way when things like this have happened in the past? And then I'm just like, well, shoot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess. So um, I I love the idea of just kind of doing a little bit of that self-reflection internally and just saying, you know what, maybe this isn't that other person. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is, this is a me thing. And there's something that's, that is so deep down that I don't even realize it's being triggered right now by this individual. Yeah. Yeah. And which goes along with the empathy thing and, and just kind of everything else. I think it was in Oprah's book. It was called post traumatic growth. Mm. And I love, I love, love that. I love that because you go through trauma adversity, somebody does something, somebody cheats on you, um, somebody does something to harm you, hurts somebody that you love. We go through this trauma and then there's post-traumatic growth Mm -hmm. on the other side of it. And that's resilience. And that's why forgiveness is tied to resilience because if we're sucked into the anger and the hate, we can't have resilience. We We can't can't move forward. No. we go through stuff and we need to go to forgiveness, that's resilience. And we need something on the other side and and we've just become a better version of ourselves because we went through that. A hundred percent. Absolutely. I think that's when you actually see the resiliency shine through. That's a huge piece. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Natalie, what do we think? Did we feel like we touched on it do we feel like we tied I, resilience and forgiveness i feel like i've forgiven forgiveness i i think i'm good <laughs> forgiveness i like it <laughs> but have you we, we've yourself? acknowledged it we've talked about it forgiveness thank you for being with us today we appreciate yes. you <laughs> yes and, and hopefully you guys walked away with some tools and maybe this sparked something for you yeah. like Gosh, you know what? I've never forgiven that person. And I am still to this day holding that resentment and that grudge. I think it might be time for me to let go. Use some of the tools we gave you. Journal about it. Figure out what's the lesson you learned. Get curious. Why did that trigger you? Was it something that they're going through? Is it something that you've gone through? And see if we just can't make this world a better place. And if you have stories of forgiveness, share them with us on our Facebook page, email us, share your stories. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our podcasts, we've had some incredible guests. We've got another one coming and it's just so much fun. So we're here building this community and we want you to be along with us. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you all for joining us. Again, as Pam said, don't forget to subscribe, like, share it with your friends. Give us your feedback. We are excited to hear from you and continue to share with you various adversities and ways that you can build up resilience to them. Until next time, we'll see you all soon. Bye, guys.
Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Reignite Resilience. We hope that you had amazing ahas and takeaways. Remember to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform, like it and download the upcoming episodes. And if you know anyone in your life that is looking to continue to ignite their resilience, share it with them. We look forward to seeing you on our future episodes. And until then, continue to reignite that fire within your hearts.